When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone is Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allomoves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hey guys, welcome to Fat Mascara, a beauty podcast. My name is Jessica. Hi, Jessica. I'm Jennifer. Wow, that was squeaky. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our beauty podcast, Fat Mascara. So if you're just dipping in, this is our 300th episode. (laughs) You've missed 299 episodes. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe we've been doing this for 300 now. Uh, We've got a very special, kind of a, a weird one. This is not your average episode. We're gonna go back in time to one of our first episodes where Jen and I interview each other. Um, So there's no special guest here. It's a real anomaly, but we're going to do kind of like director's cut version. 
Yeah. I haven't listened to this episode since we probably recorded it. Jim, I have to explain how, what we're doing here? Yes, of course. So, and this wasn't even our very first episode. We realized after we started the show that nobody knew who we were. So we interviewed <laughs> each other. Um, so now what we're going to do is we are now listening together at the same time back to this version, that that episode of the show. And we are going to do the director's cut. And every time we interject to just give you a little light commentary, which will um, give you a fuller picture of what Fat Mascara is all about, about we will play this sound. Okay, did you hear that? Because that sound took me like two days to find. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so we'll interject that sound whenever um, we're going to jump in from 2021 to give you a little commentary. And remember, the rest of the episode was originally aired in 2016. So this is like five years later. Do we still agree with what we said? Do we have anything else to share that we never told you behind the scenes about this episode? So yeah, like Jess said, it's a director's cut. We hope... (laughs) (laughs) Stussy up in here. Oh my God. Time capsule. (laughs) Okay. Should I ask Red to take that out? Are we doing warts and all this? Warts and all, baby. Okay. Red is our sound engineer who we've been working with since this summer, and he usually makes us sound smooth and polished. But as per the director's cut, we're just leaving it all in. So excuse me, what I was trying to say is, if you're ready, let's do this. It's interview time! Yes! It's a special episode. It's a rare episode. Yes. Usually, our podcast will have awesome people from the beauty industry that we will interview, like hairstylists, makeup artists. Fancy dermatologists. Exactly. Oh, wow. Do you remember the music? Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 We looked so Love long that. to find that music. I We looked so long. License-free. I don't know. I don't know if it was license-free. No, I think we, we had no. We had to pay for we it. We paid, Yeah. Big bucks, big bucks, guys. Um, I think it was called like something superstar. You oh yeah, there superstar. was def- there's lyrics to it as well. And I remember mm-hmm. about the reason we changed it was because the licensing fee went up. And I don't know if this is true, but about a year after, maybe two years, whenever we changed it, younger the TV show sent oh my out God. Like, these promotions. Yes, and they were using the same music, the superstar song with the yeah, like yeah. ha 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 ha. And then it was also in part of the younger television show. So we were getting all these messages from fans. Well, fans, whatever. They weren't fans then, just listeners who were like, do you guys use the same music as younger? Does younger use the same music? I don't know. So then then we had to look. We moved to a different licensing music company and listened to, I don't know how many, Jess, like what, 30, 40 tracks for like equal energy. I, I really, I remember like, knowing exactly what I wanted, like, for the music, but because I'm tone deaf, like, I, w- I could sing you, like, the Star Spangled Banner and you wouldn't know what song it was. Like, <laughs> I just was trying to, like, I was like, you know, I want it, like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We had all these adjectives that we'd put in. It would be, like, bouncy, um, raw. I think it ended up being, like, trap. For some reason, trap music. I think was, I like, said divide. Missy Elliott, but I was like, I know we can't afford Missy Elliott, but like Missy Elliott, like you're in a car. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, <laughs> and it ended up being. I think the new song that you guys hear all the time now when we first come in is some sort of like trap 
music, which doesn't even sound like trap. It's just like I'm not, I'm not a trap fan. No, but like I wanted trap like, queens Jess and Jen over here. Yeah, like, please give me a break. I'm like Tori Amos. Anybody? No, we, wanted to, we wanted it to be, and we hope it is. But please feel free to email us if not. We want it to be fun and bouncy yeah. and just show you the beauty is not all like glamour and serious, right? Yeah, we wanted like a, like a fun energy. Like yeah, it, it was. It was like a vibe. Yeah, sometimes when you try to like explain what you want, oh my god! Like, I, I just it's like the 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 briefing process. Like any kind, anyone on the creative end, it's like you have my heart, you have my, totally. you have all of my sympathy, you have all of my 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 sympathies. It is intense, but um, I hope you like it. Yeah, I hope you do too. All right, should we? Are you ready to listen? To yeah, this? yeah. Okay, oh my god, let's keep go. going, keep going. We're going to take this time to interview each other. So you will be on the receiving end of some questions. And I'll be interviewing you as well. That's right. You're not off the hook. Okay. So maybe I should start. Are you ready? I, I'm as ready as I'm I'll like, ever have been. I'm nervous a little I'm bit. I'm a little but... nervous. I don't know what you're going to ask me. Okay. Let's get into it. So my very first question, which is probably what our listeners want to know too. Um, why did you want to do a beauty podcast? How did this come about? Well, for the past few years, I've been like a little bit of a podcast nerd. So I was thinking, why aren't there any beauty podcasts. And I'm sure they, they they do exist, so no disrespect out there. But I wanted to hear the people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis speak at length a little bit more about what they do. And honestly, like you and I have some amazing conversations like in cabs coming back from events about, you know, what we just saw. And, you know, I do interviews all day with beauty experts. And a lot of it doesn't actually make it to the pages of the magazine. I work for Cosmo, you work for Marie Claire. Mm-hmm. And there's so much information that, you know, just for the space, just on account of space, it can't all make it to the page. So I think there's a space for that. And I felt like the podcast is like the coolest medium. Definitely. And honestly, I just like love having something to listen to when I walk around town or like commuting. So it just made sense. Yeah. Um, And the name of our podcast, I'm sure people are wondering about that. How did you, I'll put it out there right now. Jess came up with the name, which I love. But how did you come up with Fat Mascara and what does it mean to you? Well, I was thinking of like all these names for the podcast and I was like, you know, beauty talk or like the beauty corner. And it just sounded so awful and generic. And it honestly just came to me. I don't know why. I think like beauty is such a kind of like silly, at times silly kind of fun. There's a lot of hyperbole. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a very hyperbolic, ridiculous industry. And I, I don't mean that as an affront to the industry at all. It's just kind of over the top and ridiculous. And the mascaras are the like physical embodiment of that. Like they're just always bigger, fatter, brighter, more ridiculous than ever. And it just kind of like came to me and I had like fat mascara. Okay. So you get it now, right? That sound means here we are in 2021 and I need to make a comment. Um, (laughs) I think that what I said, and because we both were feeling it about the mascaras at the time in 2016, Mm -hmm was true then, but I think now in 2021 that the product that showcases the hyperbolic, superlative, over-the-top nature of the beauty industry is those damn palettes, especially the eyeshadow palettes. Mm -hmm. Like, different collabs every month, a new person's palette, like, 52 colors. So many people mentioned on our Instagram when we asked about this that they're like, yeah, I use a palette every now and then, but there's, like, one color I like in it, but I've bought this huge, fat thing that now sits there like half of it unused. I, I totally agree with you. I was thinking like, yeah, it's not so much the mascaras anymore, but like what kind of, what what symbolizes the outsize, like, you know, more is more, 
nature of the industry. And it is like these big collaborations. Oh, so-and-so is partnering, uh, Chipotle is partnering, uh, you know, Net-A-Porter has an exclusive with this artist. You know, it, it's really just this, like the, the cult of personality. It's not so much the, the componentry. Now it's like, we, we use so little, you know, like we, we're the most earth friendly, you know, it, it's, it's not about size, you know? Yeah, it's not. I will say though, for having mascara in the name, it's still one of those beauty products that every person is still searching for the best one. And even when we have guests on, it's always like, oh, I don't know if I found the best mascara. This is the best for me, or this is what I use for this occasion. So I'm glad at least it was mascara in the name if it was going to be anything. Right, not like lip gloss or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, good call, good call. Right. Okay, let's, let's keep going. And it's fat with an F, people. So, <laughs> so many like, people have asked Please that. don't think that I'm like trying to resurrect like, like the fat farm pH kind of yeah. thing. Um, I don't know. It just felt fun and silly. And I think that's how beauty kind of is in my mind. Has anyone ever given you beauty advice that's actually really inspired you? You know what? This morning, I hung out with a lady who gave me my favorite beauty advice. Um, makeup artist, Laura Geller. Mm. She and I have known each other for years. Years ago, I interviewed her for a story and like the, the story was over. We were done doing the interview and I was like, come on, just give me like what you would, re- what's the tip? She goes, yeah. you know what? Just never buy a magnifying mirror. And I was like, that's the greatest beauty advice ever. That's like, so there's funny. no reason you need to see your face in 10 times magnification. Like, unless you're losing your eyesight and you need to find a hair to pluck, like, there's no reason. She's, and that's her like philosophy of beauty. Like, be yourself and like be beautiful, but like, don't, don't kill yourself over it. And I, I follow that advice, not just the don't buy the magnifying mirror, but the like, have fun with it. It's not like rocket science. Don't obsess. Exactly. Don't, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um, do you also, do, have you ever gotten a tip like that where the beauty advice that you're just like, oh, you know what? I actually might do that. Oh, God, that's that's really good. That's a good question. You wrote the damn question. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jen, well, I didn't think it was going to be, you know, boomeranged back at me. Um, I remember I worked at Lucky for a few years, mm-hmm. and the beauty director there, Jean Godfrey June, it's very simple, and she says it a lot, but she always says, Pat. Don't rub your concealer. And it's it's right. I thought she was talking to someone named Pat. No. <laughs> it's, she says, Pat, Pat, don't rub your concealer. And ever since I did that, it's worked so much better. Like, you don't need to, like, rub your concealer in like a maniac. Almost or wipe just, it off. Yeah, it's almost like just put it on and leave it there like it's an accident. Like, put too much on and just leave it there. Don't even, like, blend it. I mean, not, like, so it looks crazy. Mm-hmm. Just leave it. Yeah. Because when you rub Pat, it in. don't rub. Pat, yeah, Pat, don't rub. If you start rubbing it in, you're kind of wiping it off. Totally. So it, that's actually made a big difference. Thank you, Jean Godfrey June. She's kind of a celebrity in the she is, world. She is her own. Yeah, she is a celebrity unto herself. Um, speaking of celebrities, mm-hmm. um, we both get to interview a lot of them in our job, whether because they have a beauty contract or they're coming out right. with a line. Um, who Who's like your favorite ce- celebrity you've ever interviewed? Oh, so easy. Katy Perry. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. First of all, I like total Katie cat over here. Like oh, yeah, loved her like forever. She, I went into her trailer. It was on the set of her Killer Queen music video. Not music video, excuse me, commercial. And first of all, she is like a huge Queen fan. I really like Queen. So like that was kind of cool. She's like a cool lady. Like, uh-huh. She's like 
She's definitely like down with a lot of stuff. Was it, this was for a story you were writing? Yes, for a story. Inter- okay. And I go into her trailer, and she wants to talk about everything. Like um, she talked about the fragrance, but she wants to talk about a lot of stuff. She talked about transcendental meditation. She talked about how much she loves Queen. She talked about fragrance. She just knows a lot of stuff. You liked and, her? Yeah, she's just a cool, cool girl. I liked her a lot, and I was just standing like an idiot. It was my second day on the job. Where were you working? Cosmo. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I like this place. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Oh, God. I've interviewed my favorite. You've done a lot of celebrity interviews. Yeah. My favorite is, you know, I've interviewed some big names, but I felt like I, two, I felt like I connected with. Kirsten Dunst, who I've always loved in movies, but I was like, this chick is cool. Like, we just had like a good chat and- didn't hurt that we were in Paris at the time. So like that sort of informed the whole interview. And I've since like rewatched a bunch of her movies and been like, I dig it. Oh, um, so wow. I really like her. And then do you know who Clemence Posey is? Yeah, yeah. She, what's with me and the blondes? I don't know. I but know. she and I, I just felt like we had such a good interview. It was it was also about fragrance. She was the face of Chloe at the time. Yeah. And I actually didn't know who she was in, as an actress, but she just struck me as super smart and like so freaking chic in that French woman way. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were both good. But yeah, that's who I'd say. Hi, you've interviewed a lot of cool girls. I, yeah, I went. I went. Yeah. I like the pop stars too. Yeah. I mean, I got to meet Beyonce once. I never met Beyonce. In like and and mass, it was like let them, <laughs> let's shuttle in twenty editors at once for their session with Beyonce, and it was so weird. It was like they were displaying goods in a museum. It was like here is Beyonce. Was her skin and incredible? Like, everything was incredible. I literally like wind machines turn on just when she walks <laughs> in a room. But it was so weird because we didn't really get to talk to her. Yeah. So we just all stood there looking at her, and 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 she just. Like I am Beyonce, you are welcome. And I was like, she levitated out of the room. (laughs) It was the weirdest, weirdest, like just moment. And I was like, okay, that's what it's like to be a beauty editor sometimes. Gosh. Okay, so Jen, I was just having a giggle at like the Beyonce thing and Clemence Pose. What? (laughs) Yes. Katy Perry. Like this is such a blast from the past. Like you've interviewed so many, you had like you've had like several cover stories since you know <laughs> these Mary Claire interviews. Um, no disrespect to these ladies, but I have a feeling your number one celebrity encounter has changed. Interview it has, but now I have to ask you first. I want. Why you are you going to ask me first? Okay, fine, fine, fine. I will say I had no idea my career was going to take the turn of like even more celebrities. I always thought like I would double down on the beauty, but yes, even now I've been writing profiles and things. Clemence Pose and Kirsten Dunst. I love Kirsten actually, Dunst. I would kill. To no, and they Kirsten were fabulous Dunst. interviews, but no, that is not. I will say, and this one wasn't even as my freelance career because it was on Fat Mascara. Oh, but every time I talk to her. She's the delight. Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, that was a goodie. Honestly, still one of my favorite episodes we did on Fat Mascara. Such a great interview. If you've, like, when we've gotten to interact with her just when Pattern launched, every time I talk to her, I get a little nugget of something. I'm like, oh, I never thought about beauty in that way. And she's just so funny and so kind. And so I think that she's my favorite interview now. She was really funny. I remember being really nervous when we interviewed her because she's just a really big star and like her mom is a big star and everything. I feel yeah. like everything about it. She's like, like a beauty girl. Like she's always got a look. She's, yes. Like she's not, you know, she, she's 
does, you could tell she doesn't suffer fools. Like, I was just like, we can't mess this up. And, you know, she was Same. so great. She was really funny. Um, I have to say, well, one of them is coming up in June. So for Fat Mascara, you know which one. It's a major. Good ma- teaser, Jess. Yes. We didn't plan that. Yeah, no, no, no. We didn't even talk about this. Um, I was really nervous because she is a major. I'm just going to say she's a major model. Mm-hmm. A major model. And I, again, another one doesn't suffer fools. Very smart. Has been interviewed by like everyone in the world. Um, discreet. And I didn't want to look a fool. And I feel like we had some really good moments, like mm-hmm. some banter off offline and on. And I felt really proud of how it went. But I am still like, that went okay, right? I think that went okay. Um, um, but I think one of, um, it's kind of a funny one, but one of the interviews I really liked the most was one I did for Bizarre with Lake Bell. I like Lake Bell as an actress, but also I got off the phone with her and that was like, just kind of like a difficult interview to like wrangle quickly and it went so well. And it was like, thank God that happened. It had to happen like within like a day. And I got off the phone and I hung up and I said to my husband, I was like, she was so cool. And I was like, I love her name. And I was like, if we ever have a kid and it's a girl, I want to name her Lake. And Jeff was like, yeah, that's cool. And then it's like <laughs> always stuck in my head. And like then I named my baby Lake. So it's just like, that's How always long- special. How long before Lake, your daughter, was born was that interview? So that interview was in February, and then I got pregnant in May. And, and so a year later, in February, you had Lake Janeski. Yeah, yeah. The but like 20, we, 20 embodiment of Lake. Right, but like we did not even know that we were going to have a baby in like oh February. Gosh, so it was just Lake Bell. so crazy. If we're, if we're still here at 500 episodes, yeah. <laughs> let's approach Lake Bell and have her on the show to like talk about your child, her namesake. No, it's not her namesake. It's also beautiful nature name. It's, it, it, I just loved everything yeah. about it and the fact that she was so awesome and she was like just talking about like her, you know, being like a mom and she was a like, cool mom. And I just like, I, she. you know when like you interview a celebrity and they're so not what you like it was it's like a deflating experience and it's not because they're bad people it's just like or it's rushed or in that their celebrity disappears and it's just like woman to man or woman to woman yeah or or, or you don't like it doesn't go well because you're weird or like it, it you have five oh, minutes okay, or thing, yeah like yeah, yeah no, it's just like it's 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 a you know oh, you have five minutes yes, or i've had Hundreds of those. Yeah, or like the publicist is like, thank you. You know, like. Oh. Your, your 10 minutes are up, yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was just like everything went as well as it could have gone. I was just like, yeah. that was so great. Like, it was just kind of like, she was great. You know, that's she's awesome. Yeah. I love her movies. You know, it was just great. So anyway, see, that's it. Things change. But Five Katie Perry is great too. Change. Yeah, she was really cool. Uh-huh. Okay, back, All right. back, to, back to the show. The whole back thing is show. embarrassing, but yeah, yes, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> Uh, did you ever, did you change your style working in beauty? It's interesting. You like talked about your evolution. Oh, from, from Wawa Deli Girl to beauty editor yeah, in New York yeah, City? Yeah, from the Wawa. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Anybody who knows me from, from before I moved to New York City would say that. I think. You didn't wear wet rag and bone at the Wawa? <laughs> Did that exist? <laughs> I don't think so. No, but I feel like we meet so many cool women that it definitely, it's definitely had me up my game a bit. I feel like my shoes have gotten a lot more comfortable because we do so much walking in this job. I'm like going here and there to events. I like gave up on heels because to me, it was always like you move to New York City and you wear heels and you walk through the streets and you're fabulous. Like, you know, I don't know. I had this vision of what it was going to be like. And then it was like, 
girl, you need to get some rubber boots and you need to have like all the gear because you're a New Yorker now and it's legit. So, but style-wise, yeah, I definitely stepped up my game. I work at Mary Claire and Nina Garcia is like walking behind me five times a day. Like you don't want to look like yeah. a schlub. No. How about you? Um, I'm, I mean, definitely I have a pretty strict no heels policy. I mean, running around all day. Yeah. I need to be comfortable. Yeah. I don't feel cute if I'm not comfortable. It doesn't matter. You know, I yeah. feel good. This this has inspired a thought in me. Like if you could describe my my fashion style yeah. in three words, mm-hmm. what would you say? Tough urban chic or tough urban sleek? Ah, I like it. Okay, I'm glad you like it. Wait, funny is the last word was my trouble spot too, and I threw in chic because I didn't know what else. Well, chic is always like a compliment, it's but it's not always appropriate a for every magazine word. I know, but not everyone is chic. Like we'll go to photos and be like, so chic, so chic. Okay, you ready for yours? I did it too. Okay, I'm buckling up. Feminine, sure. Whimsical, that's fine. Although you could, told me what to, I it's got very true. angry with somebody. You know who you are, who called me whimsical. You like like a shoe with like a, with whiskers, with like a kitty cat. I've face. never. I, I actually have a strong like stance against the mouse flat and anything Sorry. that has I whiskers like a, on a shoe. But so, you like like I don't like a whimsical, but a whimsical pattern I, or oh, a, yes, a metallic I, or like an a line skirt that's like. Like Holly Golightly circa 2015 would wear. Absolutely. Keep going. Oh, you're liking this? Yes. And then I just threw in chic because I couldn't come with the third one. Because what was it? Feminine, whimsical. Feminine, whimsical, chic. Sure. But not like a dork. Why is that dorky? I know, but it makes me think of uh, Zoe Deschanel, a new girl. Not quite, not quirky. Just whimsical. Okay. Yeah. Fair. That's a fun game. Okay. In your career, like what, what is the craziest, good or bad? you know, trip or event or experience you've had? I think the there's been so many crazy ones. I think um, – I don't know if I can nail it down to one crazy one. I think just being sometimes in presentations where you realize everyone is very serious. You're in a beautiful hotel that like you would never be in and any other reason except for this kind of situation and like a gorgeous restaurant or something. And you're with a bunch of like colleagues and they're presenting slides about like mole removal or serious <laughs> acne. And, I was so and, glamorous until then. And, you know, and someone's coming over and they're like, miss, are you done with your eggs Benedict? Or something? And <laughs> you're there and you kind of just kind of can't believe like this whole situation. Like, my parents don't know that I'm at the Four Seasons right now or the St. Regis. Looking at mole Like photos. nobody in the world right now knows that I'm sitting here and I'm deadly serious. Yeah. The, sometimes the beauty you know, industry takes itself very seriously. Yes. Like it's just this kind of surreal situation. I, that kind of thing happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Never like my wildest dreams would I ever think that I'm going to be sitting at the St. Regis. I remember this one event. And it was at, remember when there were those nightclubs in the far west, like, 20s? I can't remember the name of the nightclub. But it was for Axe Body Spray, and they were launching their first body wash. So oh, we God, went that to, was a moment. Oh, damn, what was that nightclub? It Marquee? Was like, like, something like that. I think it might have been Marquee. Yeah. I, <laughs> Pink Elephant, Marquee. I don't know. It was, like, 11 o'clock at night. So you went inside. You heard about the body wash, and then you went to different stations. And I, and I was a young beauty, and I was like, what is happening? And so I went to the station, quote unquote, and it was like literally half naked. The, these hot, hot male models in like little bikini bathing suits 
under fake showers, like soaping up. And I was like, what, what am I supposed to do right now? Like what's happening? Oh my God. And the woman, the publicist woman hands me a hose. Oh my God. Stop <laughs> She's it. like, we want to demonstrate how smoothly the body wash rinses. Oh, stop it. Can you please hose down this male model? And I looked at her and I looked around and there was like, you know, sparkles and streamers and all this stuff. And and here I am with a hose, like hosing down a male model in like a bikini. I'm so uncomfortable suit. hearing this right now. Like <laughs> I'm like, it's so degrading. This I guy just, probably remembers this event so vividly in his head. He's like, remember when I needed the money? It was so <laughs> weird. And like the scent in the air was just like frat boy. And it was just, and I was just like, is this really my job right now? The, the Zoolander producer should have spoken to you for research. Totally. Oh my God. Pause, 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 pause. What? 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 First of all, I love the story so much. Um, I need to know, you know, there's a lot of talk about like, will events ever come back? Okay. Mm. There, you know, that's just kind of some industry buzz guys. Like, you know, people are talking, people are talking. Will (laughs) events ever come back like that? IRL events. (laughs) Like that. Will we ever get to hose each other down again? (laughs) (laughs) And like, I mean. Also, it's kind of sexist and like. I cannot see in this day and age, like, me being asked to hose down a male model. Like, it's objectifying. I don't know. Anyway, continue. We, let's table that. Let's ta- okay. <laughs> okay. table that. <laughs> um, that. That's a whole other separate kind of thing right now. But, like, do you think this kind of, like, over-the-top... Ah, uh, yeah. ...kind of, like, you know, an, an, when I say an event, I don't mean, like, you know, a little wine and cheese in a garden. I mean, like, yeah. let's put on a show. Like beauty con, whether it's for consumers or people like us that are journalists, just these over the top. Remember I said about the La Mer that was the size of the room that you could walk inside. Yeah, remember like, that? Yeah. yeah, it cosmetics, there was like a seesaw that was, maybe it was like a oh. mascara wand or something. Yeah, we went on a seesaw together at an yeah, event. Yeah, it was nuts. It yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just, it's just cra- crazy things. Do you think that they're going to push the boat out again the way that they did with these crazy budgets, with these crazy, you know, like take it in, you know, it basically it's the Instagrams that go, the Instagram that goes around the world kind of events. Yeah. Uh, I think probably not, not just because of the pandemic, but also because of like finances, it just seems excessive and environmental waste and like a lot of things that we've learned in the last year. I hope we learned that I feel like maybe it'll be brought down a notch. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I, you know, people, I, 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 I hear people say, people are saying, it's like, well, who are these people? You know, like, like, well, sources. we are commentators yes, on exactly. the beauty industry. So us. <laughs> exactly. People are saying, I guess we're the people. Um, but I'm hearing, you know, just when it comes to like attitudes, there, there's, in, especially like in fashion, like people want to get up and they want to dress up and they want to go out. Like they cannot oh, wait yeah. to put on like five inch heels, you know, splash out some cash and go out and see and be seen. Like, you know, somebody, I, I forgot who it say, it said it, but it's like they went to Baltazar and they're like, just the walk to the bathroom was like a fashion show. Like everyone wants to go out and dress. Like, they want to dress like up. Like the 1920s, like all the flappers in excess came, roaring 20s after World War right, I. Right, right. Like, just, let's just go the extreme opposite. Right, they're desperate to be seen. So they're putting out like everything that they haven't worn in the past, you know, 14 months or so. But at the same time, 
I think a lot of people are like, you know, we don't have any money, honey. You know, like we're waiting or we're waiting. Like, I mean, people are downsizing. People are losing their yeah. jobs. Like, let's be real. Like, it's still not like people have not earned money for like some some people haven't earned money for like I was talking to a friend of mine. It's like I lost out on three months of income. Like my business was closed, you know, yeah. so yeah. it's I don't. I think, like, we're kind of in two minds. So I am curious about events, like, if they really are going to come back in a big way. So I don't know what the answer is. It's just something I'm thinking about. Oh, So that's right. what this person is saying. <laughs> I don't know. This person <laughs> You could say like Jessica that. Matlin doesn't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to, back to yeah. the episode. Um, to keep it on the topic of me, actually, <laughs> oh. I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting you on the spot here. Oh, when you first met me. Yes. What did you think my best feature was? Your harem pants. What? Because I met you in the um, lounge of an airport, and I was like, those look like good harem pants, and why am I wearing jeans? (laughs) Oh, when we were traveling. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we should should let people know how we actually did meet. Give a little more more detail there. What was... Um, I think, like, so we were going on a trip for a new beauty product to Africa because it was about shea butter. Mm-hmm. This sounds really kooky, but it's true. Yes, we went to Ghana. So we were we on the way to, to Ghana. Ghana. So I arrived at the airport. P.S. I didn't know that you guys were all in the lounge, so I was by myself eating <laughs> McDonald's. There you go, <laughs> feeling left out again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I went to the air, to the lounge um, to meet you guys because I got a text saying that you guys were all there. So... <laughs> We were having fun without you. Yes. And and I don't harem pants. You were wearing like these like like harem pants. Like drop crotch. Oh, pants. I do have a pair of drop crotch and I was black like, harem pants. I, like, pa- I do. I'm like, I'm wearing jeans and like For a, a 12 shirt. hour flight. Yeah. And this girl's in harem pants, and I didn't know who you were, but I figured out like by the powers of deduction that you were Jen. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I've I'm heard good things them. about this girl. And I so remember, we were. That's when I didn't remember you in the lounge. I mean, I know I met you then, but we went to Africa and we... Oh, you also had a big bag too. And I had a little tiny bag. I, I was carrying I on light. and other people were bringing like, they were like, do you have boots? Do you have like a raincoat? Do you have this? And I was like, I have I had been to Africa before and I was like, I need to be prepared with all sorts of weather and so clothes. not prepared. So we go, we went to Ghana because I remember we landed and then we, and then we took another like little flight to Tamale in the yeah. northern area to go pick shea nuts with the women um, who picked them for this collective. For, yes. And we were in this body lotion from Jurgens. And I remember on the second day we had stayed at this hotel, which was barely a hotel. It was like, I mean, it was like a, a shipping container with curtains on I'm it, exhausted. which was fine because like we were having an experience <laughs> and you came out the next morning and I guess some of the, the <laughs> are you, why are you laughing? <laughs> I the know dirt, exactly what you're going to say. Because I think dirt got in your eyes. Yes, because I was enjoying the like tank ride or the Jeep ride like through the Like a dog desert. with your head like hanging <laughs> yes, out the window? I was feeling free. We weren't free. in the same car. No, but I was feeling free. I had my head out the window, my arms watching the sunset, well, feeling free. You must have gotten a little earth in your eyes yes. because you came out that next morning. You looked like you had pink eye for weeks, like like a guinea pig. Like you couldn't even see and you just come stumbling over to me literally with your hands out like like a mummy walking. <laughs> like, Jen... Jen, can you help me like find my glasses or like I can't get my contacts out. I was like, what is with this girl? And I was like, all right, I'm going to have to be your seeing eye like all day with the elephants around us and like the shea butter. But I was like, you know what? This girl's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were bonded for life. <laughs> 
Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Aloe Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. 
Alamoves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alamoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Alamoves. Join the community on alamoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's alamoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alamoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Part of our job is to try all these products and services. Yes. What beauty service would you never try? Oh, well, there's this um, new like vaginal steaming, like like <sighs> electronic thing that's happening. I don't even read past the pr- Wait, is press. It steaming lead. or electronic? There's two things. I don't know. I'm not there yet. So I'm not doing that. Um, oh, I'm not doing – okay, I'm going to bring it above the belt. Um, <laughs> I am not doing eyebrow threading because my – listen, <gasps> I haven't done my eyebrows in like two months. I have a girl who I've been going to for 10 years. She's amazing. Um, so don't look at them now. Um, listeners, you can't see. But They look fine. Threading, my eyebrow girl told me that it can go horribly awry if you don't can, go to the right person. Can I support you on that one yeah. and give a reason? Tell me. I was doing this story – and looking into, you know, beauty mishaps. Mm-hmm. And I found an independent study, research published in a dermatological jo- uh, journal, about an outbreak of herpes in California. <clears throat> Great info. Excuse me. And it was the kind of herpes you usually get on your on your lips. But these doctors were so confused because they were seeing it on people's eyebrows and their faces. And so they did all the research on the people and like went back into their histories to find the thing that they had in common. Turned out they all went to the same eyebrow threading salon. And you know how when they thread your eyebrows, they hold one end of the thread in their mouth? There you go. So they're twisting and somehow saliva would get down the thread onto the people's skin and someone at that salon had, you know, herpes Mm -hmm. and had given it to the clients. I have never even entertained the notion of eyebrow threading since then. Yeah. I support you. Thanks. Um, so is you haven't done that. Is there one you wouldn't try? Oh, the, the eyebrow besides, threading. Besides eyebrow threading, is there one that was on your no-no list? I mean the vajazzling. Again, yeah. like yeah. a vagina looks the way it does for a reason. Yeah. Or is that your vulva? That's your vulva. That's yeah. something you learn in women's magazines. Yeah. They're different things. So I feel like, yeah, I'm not down with that. Wow. The jazzling, like I, do the youths even know what that is? I cannot believe the jazzling, aka bedazzling one's vagina, which we've since clarified on the Fat Mascara podcast is your vulva we're talking about here. So it should have been vulvazing. I think it's like it's like the pubic bone, like yeah, whatever it is. Why do people do that? That was like a thing in 2016. Could you? It, is there? I actually want to go look and see if there's a place in the city that you could get vajazzled right now. Like I think it'd be hard in 2021. Rest. If you want rhinestones stuck on the outside of your genitalia, could you do it? I see the blog I, notes. I, We're gonna I, look into I, this, and I'll give you an I'm answer. On the case at fatmascara.com/blog. Okay, back to the show. So, what's the weirdest thing you have tried? 
weirdest thing I've tried. Probably like um, I did the Q-Switch YAG laser a couple of years ago, which um, it's not an unusual, I mean, it is an unusual treatment. Most people don't do that. It's a dermatological treatment, but I had it on used, I used it to, I'm sorry, freckle people. I have a lot of freckles and I'm kind of a self-hating freckle face. I did, this is actually interesting. I had a deep conversation with Julianne Moore about it when I was at Allure. We did a story with her. And As she, one does. And she was trying, no, this is, this, yeah, this was a, 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 a highlight of my beauty career. And she was like trying to teach me to embrace my freckles. She actually like wrote a children's book about it once. Strawberry face. Yes, just strawberry freckle face, something like that. But that's, I really like that. Yeah, it didn't take. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, she's beautiful though. I love her. Um, and... I tried to erase my freckles and actually erased a ton erased. Like it burnt a lot of them off for like six months and they all came back. So yeah. it really felt like hot bacon grease, like splattering all of my face. It was a pain that I would never wish upon anyone. And it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. I mean, the guy, the guy, a doctor did a great job, but it's, if you have freckles, they will very likely come back. Yeah. So um, that's probably the weirdest, most aggressive thing I've ever done in the name mm. of beauty. Um, yourself, myself, what's the weirdest yeah, thing? What's the weirdest thing you've ever done? Hmm. Like most intense, weirdest slash most intense. I don't know if this is weird, but I loved every second of it. I mean, I've been to the Moroccan hammams and oh yeah, oh, it's amazing. So you're like naked as the day you were born on a slab of marble and there's the lady in like her, like she, if my lady was wearing like biker shorts, so it was a very modern hammam and just and just oiling me up. I felt like a fish at like a, like a, like a fish counter, just flopping me over and then the steam, oiling me up. And then they scrub you down with the mitts and like, like rubber cement. These little balls of skin were just like falling off of me. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And it's steamy. So you don't feel super exposed. It's not like, you know, the Russian ones where they're like beating you with pine boughs. <gasps> it's, a, it's a much classier version of a spa treatment. And I, and I loved it. It's pretty weird though, right? I guess for Americans. Yeah. It sounds people. really nice though. Yeah. I've had some bad experiences, though. At hammams? No, just... Or just bad... You want to know my worst, like, biggest beauty mistake? Of course I do. Um, I am now lasered in the areas of hair that I don't want, just so you know. Okay. But at one point, I was a bikini waxer. I was living in Philadelphia at the time. And so I actually moved from New York to Philadelphia, and I didn't know where to get waxed. So I asked around, and they were like, oh... You got to go to the, you know, this is the waxer to go to. And they called her the waxing Nazi. But I was like, no, you want like a strict waxer. Get in, get out, get the business done. So I went to her for a bikini wax. I will, I will leave the details out. I have a weak stomach. It did not feel right. And it hurt. And so when I got up, I looked down and there was some blood. So I was like, okay, we might've gotten some wax where wax doesn't belong. But I have a very high pain threshold. So I thought nothing of it. It. It did not stop hurting or bleeding for a while. So finally, I was like, this is not right. I need to go see a doctor. So I went because I had a friend who worked at Planned Parenthood as a nurse practitioner. And I got up in the stirrups and I showed her. And she goes, oh, oh, hold on a second. Then she went and got her boss. And her boss came in. And the boss was like, I think you need to go to the emergency room. Oh, my God, Jen. Long story short, I ended up in the emergency room after three doctors there because they were convinced that I had been sexually assaulted and I wasn't telling (laughs) They brought in the guy with the rape kit. I kid you not. And I was like, no, no, no. This woman does not practice anymore. I mean, I don't know. I I freaking hightailed it out of Philly. I was like, forget this place. Um, So, yeah, I went to the emergency room. I never got bikini waxed again. Yeah. 
Oh my god! You're like speechless. I I'm think sorry. I need to go that to was ER right now. What's the oh What's god. the worst beauty mistake you've ever had? Oh my god! What? You can't even. I, I'm sorry. I feel like lightheaded right now. Um, the worst beauty mistake I brought. I mean, it's not as like like it. I didn't bleed. I brought a picture in high school of Shirley Manson with this like cool choppy bob to the like. At local <laughs> local hair place in the mall. No. And I'll never forget it. Sometimes my friend like will like send me a picture of it just to like tease me because she was with me. And I was like, I want it like this. And I showed it to the hairstylist. And she was with I'm me. Sorry, when did so Manson good. have Bob? Shirley Manson. She oh, had oh, no, not Marilyn Manson. Shirley Manson had this like cool choppy bob. Okay. Oh, the red. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like we kind of look like. Right? Oh, this whole time I was picturing Marilyn Manson. <laughs> no, I think he did have a bob at one point. No, but I know the. She has red hair. Yeah, too. she has red oh, hair. Right, and I, I was it. like, oh my god, like spirit yeah. animal. So I not. brought it to this guy who was like, what's this? And he was like, okay. And my the telltale sign should have been when he turned me around from the mirror the entire time you know no if you're going to do a big cut know where you're going do, do your research and don't ever let anyone turn you around from the mirror you need to be eyes on yeah on the whole so time. that was probably the most aggressive you made beauty a, bit, thing. It was a beauty mistake big beauty mistake yeah so as beauty editors um part of our job is to try products and we get sent a lot of products for free obviously um but what would you actually pay for? This is like a big beauty editor question. Like, yeah. I like it so much, I will go out right now and, and cold, hard cash. Sure. Um, I, you know, there was, a, there was a time where I did have to pay for some products. I worked for a brand. Mm-hmm. So I think about what I bought then. Mm-hmm. NARS Laguna Bronzer. Okay. Yeah. That's a powder bronzer. It's a powder bronzer. It's very good. They are coming out with a liquid version soon. Mm. Very exciting. You heard it here first. Yes. Um uh, YSL Focials Mascara. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really like the Kiehl's Midnight Recovery Concentrate. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. I use that every night. I think those are my biggies. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Your boyfriend works at Kiehl's as a chemist, so there's no way you're paying for that. Okay, I'm just thinking about my, my favorites, my favorites that are like No, he staple. makes a good product. He does make a solid product. Um, what yeah. about you? I do pay for one of my products because I've had to – so the part of part of being a beauty editor is you call in products. And that's just the term we use where like, oh, it's going to be in a story, so we have to call in a free sample. And the, and the company obviously yeah. sends it to you because they would love the publicity. Yes. So there's this one product. I have called it in five times. I've made the interns call it in. I've come up with stories where I'm like, we need to feature this product just so – oh, you know what? We're considering it is what I always say. We're considering featuring it. And they're so kind to send it to me. But finally, I was like, I cannot fake it anymore. Like, obviously, I've already featured it 10 times, and I just need to go out and buy it. So I buy – What is it? It's called Blink Mascara, B-L-I-N-C. Yes, like yes. This Japanese, I've never used it. It's like a tubing mascara. I have kind of long lashes, so everything smears – Every mascara smears. It's the only mascara I've ever found that like stays put all the way through the end of the day. And then you actually have to splash water on and sort of slide the tubes mm. off. My friends sometimes call it the spider legs mascara because everybody who hasn't tried it, they try it and they get freaked it's out. Like They're scary. Like, because it looks like your lashes are falling out like little spider legs in the sink. But I actually still to this day pay for that. That is really good. I also love the Dove Beauty Bar. And I mean, it's what is it? A dollar nineteen? I think I can. I love the smell of it. Yeah. You know what else is it. really good? But they need to stop discontinuing their one-off products. Hmm. Charlotte Tilbury, for God's sakes. 
Oh, you, so there's things that I you love, love Charlotte Tilbury products, but their their color products are usually very often like single collections. Are you saying you'd pay money for I them would to? Pay, pre- yes, mm-hmm. yes. I might bring yes. that to them as an as a as an idea. <laughs> I'm still laughing. I've been laughing since you said this, and I waited to pause and interject. Laguna bronzer. First of all, I love Nars, but like. I do not think of you as a bronzer girl. I also think it's just so indicative of that time period when everybody was like contouring and bronzing up still. I know. We can have we can have a giggle. We can have a giggle. I know. I also, know. this is so fun. You should watch. I wish we had done this on video because our faces are just like we're like hiding under. I have a turtleneck and I'm yeah, like it's just like hiding in here. Would you still say, okay, what did Faux Seals mascara, Laguna Bronzer? I love Faux Seals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I there are a few mascaras that like I come back to again and again. So th- I know I know why I chose the ones I did at the time. So when I worked at Space and K, I definitely uh, you know I worked there, but we didn't get freebie freebies unless the brand came and they gave like all of the people like gratis. Like, they have like, a certain amount of gratis for everyone, but then we mm-hmm. got like a forty percent discount, and I would buy Nars Laguna. Chantecai Fossil and is it Chantecai or Yves Saint Laurent? Oh no! And then I would buy Chantecai Fossil, and I would actually buy um, across the street. I'll never forget. I went to Selfridges, and I would also buy YSL. They had the the chubby. I think theirs was called Fossil too. Um, And I would buy those two mascaras were my favorite mascaras because they're both very Chantecai is more lengthening, and they're both fat. Yeah, exactly. And then the and then the um, YSL one, I would buy actually the burgundy one. Um, Yeah. And then I would buy a couple other ones, products in Space and K, again, with my own money. And then when I worked at Lucky, I was not in beauty. I was in fashion and I would bu- have to buy products. So I, there, was a, there was a certain amount of products I would buy all the time. And those were the ones that I would, was mentioning in the, in the podcast. So that's like from that time period okay. that like carried over. Do you still use bronzer? I feel like I haven't I, to talk about... I use bronzer once in a while, but I use it more as a blush. I don't really use it like as an all over. Yeah. It's just like to warm up a little bit. I feel like every time you talked about face color in the last, since 2016, it's, it's been pink. like a rosy pink or like ever since Christopher Buckle told us that after a certain age, you look like a thumb unless you put on blush. Yeah. No, I, it's come up so many times on the podcast that blush is like- Like blush is the way the to go, I think, for me. When I use bronzer, I think it looks a little weird with the rest of my body because I am like a pink person. Yeah. I also think it's a tre- it, it had its time. I think there was a time when everybody was doing a lot more of the warming up of their skin tone and contouring than they do today. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What would you buy? Besides, I know you were just talking about. Oh, I was. I was listening. I'm hearing myself go on. I'm like, what is it going to be? What is this product that I loved so much? I could not remember what my answer was. And then it was Blink mascara, and I said, ah, makes sense. Because a, I don't think I still don't know who the publicists are. If I do, like, I wouldn't call. I don't know them well enough to ask for it for free. Mm-hmm. And I love it that much that I really do still buy it. So, um, so I would still say that there, I would just add in one, which is I'm six years older now than probably when we recorded this. Five years older. Yeah. The TNS Skin Medica that's my all-around serum. That's what I thought ep- you were going to say. Yeah, because but it's expensive and it's epidermal growth factors. I think at that age back then, I didn't need it as much. And now I would definitely pe- shell out the money for it. 
And is I, there any other product you want to add in there that you would actually pay for these well, days? Well, I didn't say Dove on the show, but I use the Dove Beauty Bar for sure. Yeah, Jess and I are both back into bars big time. Yeah, but major bar fam. Um, that's, a, that's a good one. I'm loving the Olaplex shampoo, which I told you guys about oh, the yeah, other day. Yeah. And that did, I don't even think Olaplex existed in 2016. No, or if no, it I did, love it wasn't that. on our radar. Um, to, you know, full disclosure, I did get it for free as a sample, but I think it really worked. And mm. then, you know, I, was, I wasn't kidding, you know, that this Charlotte does one and done a lot of her colors. Um, I have a palette right now from her tiny palette and there's a shade in there and I'm like, if I hit pan, I'm screwed. Yeah, yeah. You, you, it's a lot of her eye colors I threw out because I had them for like four or five years <laughs> and I went to go online to see if they're available. Not available. Um, I love my Tom Ford Spanish pink lipstick that I would buy. Yeah, I've gone through a couple of those. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things that I, I really love. And, you know, if I move on from beauty, I know I'm going to be, you know, buying them. But, yeah. you know, you got to be selective. You got to be selective with your dollars. So, you, you know. do. Okay, we're getting okay. there. We have about, what, seven, eight minutes left in the show. God help yeah. us. I don't say anything crazy. Here we go. I know this is this is uncomfortable. I have to say it's, it's very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. So, you get to try lots of products, but if I were to go to your apartment and open up your beauty stash, what would I find out you hoard? Like what category of product when it comes into the beauty closet or the office, you're like, oh, I need to try this one. Oh, I have so many fragrances and I have so many candles. Oh, perfume and candles. Yes. And does it, and are you like all, all spectrum prices high to low or are you a snob? It's kind of snobby, but candles, I'm not that snobby because I feel like, I don't know. I, oh, you have a Yankee candle at home? I'm not, I'm not afraid of a Yankee candle. You're not? I'm not afraid. That's because you're a, from Jersey. They, <laughs> it, it could be that. I, I'm not. They have a big scent throw, Jen. They've got a big scent a, throw. Oh, I've never heard that term. What's that it, mean? It means how powerful the fragrance is. Tell me about it. You walk by that place in the mall. It's like I know, instant like, migraine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so candles and... Candles. I have a candle, like, part of a shelf in my closets for candles. You have an entire shelf for candles? For candles. Do you burn them? Like, I'll do a little of this one, a little of that one, or you burn through one we completely? Have one in the bathroom, one in the bedroom, and then one in the main room. What's in the main room right now? Main room right now... Um, diptyque, the orange, blo- the Mexican orange blossom one. I forgot what it's called. Oh, like diptyque publicist, you're listening. Don't kill me. Like Miosa or something, or Chiosa. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think it's a French brand. You just made it like Spanish. It's something with a C C H. Okay. Um, but we have yeah, we've got a few different. What's things. in the bathroom? The bathroom is the little Arquise one. Oh, cool. Yeah, doing some nice work over there. I'm a hoarder too, a little yeah, bit. What do you What do you like to hoard? Candles too, because you can oh. never have enough. It feels nice when you walk in. Like it feels like you're all like you're in like a nice place. Yeah, a nice hotel. Yeah, I love a dip tea candle too. Wait, wait, wait what are you hoarding? Um, I tinted moisturizers. I will try any tinted moisturizer. I just what I do just you What do you feel like? I can right never now? get enough. What are you feeling right I now? I mean, I often go back to Dermalogica's tinted moisturizer, mm. um, but I will try any brands. And there's a new Alginist one that's like a color correcting-ish tinted moisturizer. They just came out with makeup. I will I, say your skin looks good. What do I have? Today I have on a, a Dior Nude Air Serum Foundation, which is almost like a tinted moisturizer, very sheer. So a lot of those, a lot of candles. I still haven't found the perfect lipstick, so I just keep trying. Edward, Edward Bass. I know. Kid makes a lot of lipsticks. Get me some of those and I'll try. Okay. I am secretly hoarding those too. Um, So you talked about fragrance and I know it's a, it's a passion of yours. What are, Mm -hmm. what, 
If you could pick one, what's your favorite fragrance? The one that I'm feeling at the moment. Um, it's not very seasonal because it's very green and crunchy, but I'm still very into it right now is the Odin Vert Rosetta. It smells like the stems of the plants, oh. not the flowers. Does that have a number? I know all the Odin fragrances have a it's number. It's not numbered. It's part of the white line. Oh, all yeah, right. Yeah, it smells like, if you were a fan of Gap Grass, I'm really taking oh, you back. Remember Gap Grass. Yes, but it's that green, crunchy, kind of like, you know, yeah. just crunchy green, like grassiness. Mm-hmm. It's that. And another one that I really like is um, that brand Min. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's called Chef's Table. I hate the name, sorry, <laughs> but it smells like fig and like herbs, and it's amazing. Wait, but isn't it true that figs don't actually have a scent? I think that's really funny. No, I think, I've yeah, heard I think that. you're right. You're right because if you're eating a fig, you're not like, oh my god, this smells like diptyque fig. I've heard that from perfumers yeah. that like it's a jammy, juicy note they've come up with, but it actually doesn't smell. Yeah, like that fig. makes sense. I just schooled you. You just did school me. Or thank you, Jen. You thank got you. Beauty school. Beauty school by Jen. I'm sorry. I have to interject. I am such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I just fact checked you. Like I'm the same person I was then like you could just hear it in my voice that I like wanted to get some science in there <laughs> like there's a couple times in the show where you're like telling a beautiful story and I'm like let's just like teach everybody about the science <laughs> I don't know about a beautiful story I'm just like and then I have something else I want to share with you <laughs> <laughs> these girls I like love them but I like I know them I know that's me I know that's you but, like, it's so different it's like, like it's still our personality traits are still there though. I feel like I'm like looking at little girls through a window. It's you know so what I mean? Weird. You even just said before we I had to interject that I was being like so annoying <laughs> that you wouldn't wear one of those fragrances anymore, but like yeah. like yeah, tastes change. But that's life. I guess. Okay. I guess. But I'm sorry. If I was annoying in the beginning, P.S., if anybody doesn't know this, we weren't really that friendly when we started the podcast. We were friendly, but we weren't like the best friends that we are today. No, And no. I listen to myself and I'm like, how did she put up with me for, and then say, you know what? I want to keep going with this business and grow it with her for five more years. <laughs> anyway, I thank you. Thank you. You're a dear friend. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. This is so good. This is so good. Keep going. I'm going to make you name names. What's the worst? Like, which fragrance? Everybody has it. Someone in the elevator's wearing it, and you're just like, oh, what do you hate? Oh, I hate anything with a raspberry. I almost, actually, I did. I'm going to say almost. I left a launch early once. I'm not going to say the name but it was because a- I was so physically nauseated by the raspberry note. Interesting. I also cut a death side short once for the same reason. I can't like, be around I'm not it. having this right yeah. now. What about you? What's right. your, what's your, what's your, like fragrance of choice. Oh, right now I've been wearing this um, Baccarat fragrance by Francis Kirk mm, Dijon. Yes. It's called Baccarat 350, yes. 450. I don't know what the number There's is. There's some I know number which one you're talking about. Oh, but it's like smoky and and like Middle Eastern, but like with a little sweetness. I guess you're wearing a smoky Middle Eastern. Yeah, I like men's fragrance. cologne yeah. a lot. A lot of my a lot of my fragrances are are men's cologne. It, and you know, there's some really really good fragrances, but like oh, that Giorgio Beverly Hills fragrance, I do not, I'm not down. Fracas, it depends on the person. I could be. Oh my God, I love Fracas. No, it it, it smells different on different people. And I mean, Angel from Terry Mugler, 
It's like those gourmand scents. You can go either way. If I'm like in a nauseated mood, it could nauseate me. My sales girl at Topshop well was wearing blended. Angel last night. Yeah. They're, you know what it is? I don't really want to know what the fragrance is. I want to be able to like Fair guess point. it. Yeah, Fair and they're point. very signature. Great interview, Jess. You're a wonderful interviewee. Thank you. Likewise. Can, can I just, I know we're winding down here. I need to pop in and apologize for our sound mixing back then. Here comes the ending music blasting in your ears. You can barely hear us talking over it. Red, who is our current sound engineer, is probably like his ears are screaming right now. He's like, what the hell are you guys doing? We were making a podcast in the olden days in 2016. You guys, we were in this tiny little office room across from Andy Cohen's dressing room at, because he was, it was in the sound stage mm-hmm. for recording Watch What Happened. Yes. Live. Live. <laughs> we were working sort of adjacently with this production company. And then, but there was no sound engineers that did that. It was just me and Jess in a room. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a lean team and it was a great start. And it was- Oh my God, uh, I'm so thankful. Early I'm so days. Thankful for that company. And Britt, our early producer, who, helped, who believed in us, that was actually great. Yeah. We had so many interns over the last five years to help us too. And then we had, oh my God, we had Belle who helped us. And Belle is now like a, a mucky oh, muck. The at, uh, at the production yeah, company. she's now at Watch What Happens Live. And um, yeah, it was it was an amazing time. It was an amazing time. And, uh, and everyone who listened really just like made this like, you know, keep going and encourage us to keep going. So thank you for sticking us through all the the bumps. And <laughs> <laughs> for uh, anything I've said that's annoying over the last five years, thank you too. And thank you likewise, likewise. Because, <laughs> no, clearly, uh, it's just so funny. I look back at those girls and I'm like, Stick with it, girls. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's so it's very like it's like it's like going back and like reading like oh, this is why you know actually I I don't know if this is like a weird thing but like I threw out all of my old journals like over <sighs> the move and this is why we're friends. I understand and I don't know why I did that though, but it made me like uncomfortable. And it's like I don't do you keep it's a like piece of yourself? embarrassment for yourself. But it's like, but it's like, I also, I also have this fear of like, if I died, like in a terrible like way that like, would somebody come and read the old journals and be like, did she really think that? And like, I wouldn't want them to think that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though it's a snapshot of a time in your That's life. That's what see I how, mean. You guys see how deep we are now that Jess is a mother and I'm a married <laughs> woman. We're really self-reflective. I just want the evidence gone. Like I want the evidence gone. It's like, you know what? It was a moment in time. Just throw it, throw it in the trash, burn it. But it's also yeah. like, I just got like very upset, like looking at like, I just want the past to be the past. I know. But now I'm thinking like, do you think Joan Didion ever like looked back and was, of course, you, I, not to compare you to Joan No, no, Didion, no, no, but no. Like, but I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. Like, no, but that's who you were then. And like. But why couldn't I just let it be? Why couldn't I just like I put it on a shelf and be I like, know. oh my God, like that was me when I was 16. I had I to agree, like throw it out. Like what kind of psycho that does impulse. that? I get that impulse because times have changed, culture has changed. I'm sure over the years we've said things on this podcast where like, I cannot believe I oh, said that. Oh my God, I had to- are you kidding? Of course I feel that way. But it's like, I just, I don't know why I did that, but I but I threw it out. And I, I kind of want to go back to like the garbage dump and get it. But I also understand why I did it. But anyway. At least you'll have now. Uh, this not podcast. The journals, for the last five <laughs> years from 2016 onwards, say someday, you know, Someone wants to look back at the life of Jessica Matlin. We're gonna have an audio record of that whole thing, and our whole and our whole fat mascara family that has grown along with us. Yeah, so grateful. We're so grateful. We're, I am so grateful. Thank you so much for sticking with us, and thank you, Jen, for sticking with me for the past five years. 
Same. And thanks to Red, who edited edited this together and deals with us every day. Thank you. Oh, my God. Red is a hero. (laughs) Red is nothing short (laughs) of a hero. All right, guys. We'll see you on Thursday. Lots of love, everyone. Interview and get your beauty sleep. Get your beauty sleep. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com mascara for 25% off. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.